of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grab your bulletin and take a look at the cover. Time for pastor's art appreciation class again. The artwork that's on your bulletin cover grabbed my attention as I was preparing tonight's sermon. The painting is called The Nativity with St. Francis and St. Lawrence by Michelangelo de Marisi, better known as Caravaggio, the name of his hometown in Italy. Caravaggio costumes the nativity figures in the period dress of the 1600s. Were he to paint this painting today, the people there probably would be in skinny jeans and hoodies or t-shirts and the like. The realism in this painting is stark. He depicts Mary as a weary young woman, slouching, disheveled, and exhausted from travel and from giving birth. The Christ child rests on a pile of hay at her feet. Now what struck me about this painting is the darkness that permeates this scene. I sometimes forget that the announcement of Jesus' birth came first to shepherds keeping watch over their flock by night. Contrasting the night sky over those Judean hills was not only an angel of the Lord, but also the bright glory of the Lord, the Shekinah, using Old Testament terms, shining all around them. Against the dark night sky came this message. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Night and day, darkness and light. Here's your $50 vocabulary word for Christmas Eve. The use of darkness and light in this is called chiaroscuro. Chiaroscuro, and it makes this painting so poignant at Christmas time. Caravaggio's style gives us a picture of Isaiah's prophecy that the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. We cannot think, help but think of John's words in the prologue to his gospel, tomorrow morning's holy gospel reading, by the way. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Caravaggio's nativity is the story of light penetrating the darkness. That was the story of the first Christmas night. And that, too, is our story. Tonight, as much as ever, we can hear Jesus say, I have come into the world as light, so that whoever believes in me may not remain in darkness. Beloved, if darkness has overcome you tonight, then there is forgiveness in one who took your sin's punishment in your place. The light of Christ has come for you. If darkness for you is loneliness and isolation. And the Lord only knows we've had enough of that. 
in the nearly three years. Someone for whom their friendships are not enough. Someone who can be in a room of people and still feel utterly alone. Then for you this night, there is the living presence of one who knew forsakenness in the darkness of the cross. The light of Christ has come for you. If darkness for you looks like conflict, and the Lord only knows we've had enough of that too. If you have been at odds with someone for so long and are weary of all trumpeting and sick and tired of being sick and tired, then for you tonight, there can be peace and reconciliation. The light of Christ has come for you. If darkness for you looks like despair, if darkness is your only companion, then for you this night there is hope in the one who said, in the world you will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. The light of Christ has come for you. And in him there is no darkness at all. If you cannot find your way in the dark, if you are like a little lost lamb without a shepherd, lost in the night, then for you this night, there is a light to guide you. Trust that light. For the light of Christ has come for you. If dark death for you seems a welcome friend. If you have lost the light of living. Then listen to the words of the Welsh poet Dylan Thomas. Do not go gentle into that good night. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. There still is light to live by and purpose for your days. The light and the life of Christ have come for you as well. This night, it seems, above all other nights, is a night to curse the darkness especially if we have been living in the dark for too long. We can get used to the darkness, even to the point of being comfortable there. At first, darkness can be threatening, and then our eyes adjust. We become at home in the darkness. We pitch our tent there. We see enough to get by. We fake it real good but we're missing things. We're missing people. We're missing truth. We're missing goodness, beauty. 
we are missing life. The birth of Jesus Christ according to the flesh, that great invasion of light, does not creep up on us like a gradual sunrise with gentle hints along the way. It explodes. It explodes in the night sky of the first Christmas with the glory of God and angel light and the light of the world in a barn. This is a night to hear the good news. And let's hear it again. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. It was enough to make Linus Van Pelt drop his blanket. Tonight is not a night for you to say, Pastor, I've heard that one before. Receive it as if the ink isn't dry yet on the scroll. News. News that changed history. News that changes your history. Mine too. Love and laughter and song and prayer. These are all appropriate responses to the news that the light has come. This is a night for a chorus of alleluias. Even if you don't sing, make a joyful noise to the Lord nonetheless. This, you see, is a night for the children of light to walk as children of light. Take another look at Caravaggio's nativity on the cover of your bulletin. You've probably already forgotten what it looks like anyway. Let me ask you this. From what point of view are you looking at this scene? Look again. Real close. You are there. Right there. In the foreground. On your knees. Next to the shepherd. Worshipping the Christ child. The light of the world. Just like we sang in that beautiful hymn from Carl Schalk in Yaroslav Haida, Where shepherds lately knelt. There's room for you there. You don't have to be good enough. You don't have to get right with God first. You don't have to get all dressed up. When the news comes, like the shepherds, he wants you at a cold, dead sprint. Drop everything and come see this thing that has happened. Because there's a spot for you. No matter who you are, no matter where you're at, no matter what you think about it, 
there's room for you. To marvel anew at this thing that has happened. God becoming man. Passing through the birth canal of a woman named Mary. Betrothed to a man named Joseph. Who traveled from this place called Nazareth way up north. To the backwater suburb of Jerusalem called Bethlehem. And out there, around back, she gives birth. O little town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee lie. Above thy deep and dreamless sleep, the silent stars go by. Yet in that dark street shineth the everlasting light. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. O holy child of Bethlehem, descend to us, we pray. Cast out our sin and enter in. Be born in us today. All over again. Just like it was when I was a child. Be born in me. Again, today, as I am, who I am, where I am, in spite of myself, there Jesus is. And baby, Jesus loves you just the way that you are. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.